Hey, what's up? It's the real-ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Louis J. Gomez. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. friends and welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, joined by a man who has used sorcery to make his pants and underwear disappear and is currently using a penis pump to try and make his boner bigger that's jeff clark what's up do those actually exist they do i've seen them oh they work No. And transmitting to us from the New York City sewer system, the bearded, booger-eating, teenage mutant ninja turtle known as Shuddy Boy. Yo! Brat, brat. Brat, brat, indeed. Woo! We got a packed show. A lot to cover. A lot to discuss. Um, Real quick, though, I wanted to bring something to your guys' attention that I've had in, in my notes for a few weeks now. And it's something that I'm sure as older gentlemen, we're, we're way behind the curve on, but we do often talk about our wilder, crazier partying college days. Have you guys heard about Borgs? No. Shuddy? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. So Borgs, it's an acronym and it stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. And Blackout Rage Gallon? Yeah. So what college kids are doing now is they buy a gallon of water and they pour half of it out and then they add electrolyte powder, caffeine powder, squirts from Mio, you know those concentrated little like flavor drops to flavor your water with? Yeah. So they'll they'll blast some of that in there to add flavor and color and then a half a gallon of vodka. And then they go to parties and they just carry their borgs with them. And in like all these interviews about news story like these news stories like oh the new drinking trend that's murdering your children, it's bogs, ladies and gentlemen, bogs. And they fucking the, all these kids are like sounds, sounds pretty effective, if I'm being honest. They're like, it's very responsible because, like, it has electrolytes and stuff. So it helps me drink responsibly and I stay hydrated and there's no hangover in the morning. (laughs) It's like, it's also a half gallon of vodka, you fucking wacko. But, like, they, they have Borg parties and everybody shows up. Dudes, chicks, they all have their fucking Borgs. And then they come up with silly little puns and nicknames and they write a name of their Borg on the fucking side of the jug. And they're like, they also talk about how, you know, how responsible it is because nobody can roofie you because you're always have your drink with you. And if you're ultra, ultra responsible whilst drinking your Borg, you'll put the cap back on it so nobody can slip shit in there. Shuddy boy, you have a very disapproving parental look on your face. 
I've never heard them referred to as that. Oh, so you're aware of these gallon drinks, though? Yes, I do still have a child that's uh, going to college. Maybe it's a regional thing, you know, like um, like peppermint sandies or whatever the fuck they call Girl Scout cookies in different re- regions. Yeah, like can jam. That's mostly like a drinking game in the Northeast. But I am, I'm not uh, so I'm more appalled at the specifics as you describe them than of the details that I was given when they've been discussed or that I've absorbed. Oh. Like I know that there are times when like Mio drops are just going straight into the alcohol as the mixer. Uh but I did not fathom the scope of what was the, the the idea behind it. I mean, college kids getting sent to the ER for alcohol poisoning isn't anything new. But I guess they're saying it's, it's increasing because of these things. Yeah, but it also increased because of Four Locos. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, I don't think it's always incre- it's increasing. It's so much as it's just one type of thing that's causing, you know, that the, 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 whatever the mo- thing that's causing it the most shifts. But it's probably the same amount of dumb college kids being dumb fucking college kids. I mean, could you imagine if we had thought of this? I or mean, you guys have videos of a bunch of dumb ideas that you have. Yeah. Kevin, jungle juice is not that far off from this. I know. Yeah. But yeah, you, also, you also didn't I get actually the, think it's the, a lot funner. The the only difference is, you know, we weren't brazen enough to drink it by the gallon full. Yeah, and keep a gallon with you. Yeah. We at least had we to just, make trips to refill. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's just this this generation's jungle juice. Yeah, I think it would be they just, selfish. They just uh, they just carry it around. Like I I know that that Kay just has like a bottle of Gatorade filled with vodka and a, something to chase it with, and she keeps those with her at parties, and she drinks because then she knows where her drink is at all times, and there's no. Well, yeah, for my early to mid twenties. My move from whether people were coming over my place to drink or if we were going to a house party or something like that was I always had uh, a bottle of Jack Daniels and like a liter or a two liter of Coke. I was always double fisting because I would just chug from the bottle and then chase it with a little bit of Coke. Um, and that sounds pretty fucking stupid. I mean, I only killed the whole bottle once or twice and had horrible, horrible next days. Or behaved very poorly whilst black blacked out. But like, I don't know. I feel like if, if these things were around when we were in college, we for sure would have been. Oh, my God. If we could have gotten our hands on concentrated flavor drops. Yeah. Yeah. Mio wasn't a thing when there, we were in college. There, there's no telling what kind uh, how much worse things could have gone for us. And especially because you take a marker and you like, you know, uh, uh, decorate your own jug and fucking come up with like puns and stuff. Like they, they all had like Justin Borger and stuff like that. But like you had a penis all over yours. Oh yeah. There would have been like dicks all over it. Like I'm trying to think like 20, 23 years ago, what my Borg name would have been. 
Like nobody would get. I would, nowadays it would probably be like Ingmar Borgman, and nobody would get. No college kids would get my <laughs> reference to like mid-century Swedish art house directors, but <laughs> I don't know. I probably would have gone with like those cool college. Like, cool mine life. would be Ernest Borg Nine. I probably would have just gone with the cyborg. Meow, oh, meow, nice. meow, 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 meow. Yeah, in the Easter egg when you were gone, Jeff, we got the RoboCop theme stuck in mine and Shuddy's head. Uh, sorry about that. No, Kevin did it with a button. You yeah. Did, you had nothing to do with it. I got a new rig. I'm, I'm using the MacBook instead of the PC, which, you know, I, I busted out some umbrella lights and stuff, but this looks way better for the YouTube audience than it's ever looked. I'm not blue. I just hope once everything's yeah, edited, you look good. And, edited and fucking, you know, put together, it still sounds the same, which I think it will. But um, I need to stop smoking. I feel like what I look older. It? Like the, the, the shitty camera that I've previously been using sort of hid my age, but this is kind of uh, blowing up my spot with all my lumps and wrinkles. Yeah, better camera. What, uh, I've just what, always been a little lumpy. I have always been lumpy. I, like myself and Matthew Lillard have very similar, like, lumpy, liney faces. From Scream? Yeah. Any, any Among sort of other things, but yes, he's, he was in Scream. I don't know what else he was in. I guess he was in that movie Hackers, right? Angel and yep. Julie. That movie was cool. 13 yeah. Ghosts, Scooby Doo. Yeah. One and two. That's right. Scooby Doo probably bought him a few homes, huh? SLC Punk, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Many Please. things. Oh, boy. So, how you guys been? Good. How was Japan? It was pretty dope. Um, how was the land of the rising sun? I. So, it wasn't as eventful as when I went five years ago with Alex Wilson. Got blacked out drunk on the first night and pissed in my suitcase. But it was not without... I'll top that. It, I'll never be able to top that. Like, I told that story to Carl's friends who, like, have master degre- master's degrees and are geniuses and scientists. And it landed beautifully. Like, th- I don't think there's a person on Earth that doesn't appreciate a good blacking out and pissing in your suitcase story. <laughs> <laughs> Way to engrave take yourself with new people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very how, good icebreaker. How, how how yeah? I was just gonna say, how long after meeting them did you tell that story? I actually left it out, and then Carl sort of prodded me, and she was like, "And what happened next?" And I was like, oh, "All right, yeah. I just got the green light. Here we fucking go. Here we go." <laughs> But, Buckle um, in, ladies and gentlemen. It's about to get wild. So I drove... Carl lives way closer to LAX than I do. So we stayed at her place the night before, Ubered to the airport, and I left my car there and everything. And once we landed in Japan and got off the plane, we're heading to customs. And I do that thing I do every time I'm going away for a long distance or a long time. And I start panicking and thinking about, okay, what did I forget? What did I leave on? And then I'm like, okay, car keys. Carl stayed in Asia longer than I did. She 
flew to Hong Kong with her friends and stayed there for five more days. So I was going back solo, going to her place to get my car. And I'm like, okay, do I have my car keys with me? And I didn't feel them in my pocket. And I'm like, okay, if they were in my pocket and they fell out on the plane, this is the time to go back before I go through customs. So I swing my book bag around to the front of me and I go to dig into one of the little pockets and pinched a nerve in my back. Like, I just, all I did was like lunge forward a little bit and do a deep reach. And I was like, ow! Ah! Completely fucked me up. You came up lame? Didn't even make it through customs. And I pinched a nerve in my back. And Did, did you make, did Carl know that you injured yourself immediately? Yeah, because I, I very cowardly went, ah! <laughs> and she was just terrible. Like, oh my God, what? I was like, oh, I fucked up my back. I fucked up my back. And I'm all like hunched over. And of course my fucking keys were in there. <laughs> so god damn it so yeah that fucked up my entire trip my back hurt the entire time and when you're when you go to Tokyo you're walking you know 12 14 hours a day like I think we average 22,000 steps a day that's so terrible I made it about two hours of every day until my back was in excruciating pain and I couldn't just go back to the hotel. Like I don't want that to be the memories of my trip. So I <laughs> powered legacy. through it. <laughs> yeah. My Japan 2023 legacy. So I powered through. And this was my third time going to Japan. And this was the toughest time I had navigating it. And the only way I can explain that is tourism's just been completely non-existent for the past three years. So I don't think a lot of the people in Tokyo have been practicing their English. So I much, much harder time with the language barrier this trip. And, you know, I, I was, I was the Carl had been to Japan, but not since she was a kid. And the couple we were with had never really been to Japan. So as a guy who's been there a couple of times and somebody who worked in Manhattan for five years, I was just like, all right, I'll, I'll navigate us. I'll, I'll handle doing the subway stuff. So even with that, I still, like, it wasn't as smooth as I wanted it to be, and it was a little frustrating and embarrassing every time I made a mistake, and my fucking back was hurting me. So I was a little bit of a cranky bitch here and there, which I apologize to Carl profusely for, but um, she was very understanding. And I wasn't like a complete cunt. And I didn't like raise my voice or anything, but I was still bummed out that I was just cranky on a trip that should have been she, very, very fun. Did she make you sleep on a cot? No, it didn't get to that. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. He pooped while she was in the room. Well, yeah. I mean oh, wow. we had a hotel room, but I did if you if you're on the MSPH YouTube channel, I made a, a video um like a walkthrough tutorial of the Japanese futuristic toilets. And there's a button on them that has music. So if you hit that, it throws up a sound screen. So you can like blast off dukes and farts and have like a little bit of a sound barrier. How effective of a sound barrier is it? I don't think it was all that effective because it, it kind of sounds like 
like waterfalls or like water flowing through pipes. Like if someone in another room flushed a toilet, it sounds like that, but it's constant. And if I blast off a big like, it's it's clearly going to sound different from the noises that we're playing. But I think it helped. It helped a little bit. But I didn't honestly. Do you didn't... feel more comfortable to do it now, back in America? Well, look, it happens. Like Carl and I, both of our places are one bedrooms, one bathroom, and the bathrooms are located kind of centrally. So I've been blasting off Dukes for a couple of years now. I mean, it was our our two year anniversary on this trip. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. You guys have sushi? Not only did we have sushi, it was by far the best sushi I've ever had in my life. And it was mm, at a place that go. only seats about 12 people. And it's standing only. Like, you stand at the sushi bar. So every time you want more sushi, you just get the guy's attention and, you know, point to what you want. But, like, I mean, I remember the sushi in Japan being good, but not this good. It was, everybody walked out of there just like, whoa. Holy fucking shit. Also had the best ramen like I've ever a, had in my life. Here we go. What? This Kevin's going to lecture everyone. You don't you don't know real sushi until you go to Tokyo. Look, I've I've gone to the the fish market where like they they have these 6 a.m. auctions for single gigantic tunas where they'll they'll sell for like thousands of dollars for one tuna and then they they just like chop up and prep the fish right there. And then on the second floor, right above them, they have sushi restaurants. So you're getting like sushi as fresh as can be. And this fucking place was better than that. I couldn't believe it. Is it like some Michelin star famous sushi spot or just no. a random spot you walked into? So I, I Googled it because we, we did realize it was pretty late in the trip and we hadn't done a sushi move yet. So I just Googled like best sushi places in Shinjuku, which was kind of like the ward, the the area we were in. And this one showed up. It had really good reviews. And I was like, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? And we just went. And we talked about it for hours afterwards. It was like, it was a religious experience. I just need to be able to sit down while I'm enjoying my sushi. I can't, I can't be standing and eating. That's not fun. Actually, I can do that with chicken wings. Yeah, just pretend they're chicken wings. <laughs> What's up? Just pretend they're chicken wings. Yeah. What with chopsticks? Yeah. Well, Uh, what else did you eat besides? I felt like all I would eat in Tokyo would be ramen or sushi. You said you waited a few days before you actually made a sushi move? Yeah, because I I don't know if it was just travel anxiety, but we were only hungry enough to eat like two meals a day. And, you know, you wake up hungry, and for some reason – Restaurants in Tokyo don't open until like 11, even breakfast places. So we kind of had to eat at in the lobby of our hotel a couple of times, which was, was still pretty good. And I had to learn how to say no onions in Japanese. So, Which is? Cebola. Tamanegi nashi. And like I was practicing it with Carl and the waitress overheard me and she just like popped over and was like, Tamanegi nashi. So that was sort of our inside joke. Every time I saw her at the hotel, I was just like, hmm, Tamanaginashi. And she would say it back to me. And Carl was the waitress? Not a, yeah, Carl was not amused. 
She's like, this is. Uh, was she hot? No. But she was like, this is not as funny as you think it is. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> um, and we also found a place that sold CBD because, like, they're, Japan is so not chill with fucking weed or any drugs in the slightest. Well, that's surprising that they that CBD would be. I know. How they make it through? Well, apparently, um, a few places in Asia started being more chill with it, and then I think Hong Kong reversed their decision. We were like, uh, no, we changed our mind. CBD is now in the same classification as cocaine and heroin. So if you get caught with CBD there, you're you're completely fucked. Well, you know who that is. Putin. It's the the Biden's puppet masters, China. 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 And um, but like the guy who that's who we um so we blame for COVID when it was really us the whole time. Oh, speaking of meals, so the whole reason I switched uh, over to this computer is so I could share a few videos with you guys. Because I'm sometimes really bad at describing things. So, are you guys familiar with the term teppanyaki? Yeah. I've, I'm familiar. I couldn't tell you what it is if you held a gun to my head, other than it's food of some sort. I mean, it's basically Benihana. Like, like it's just like cooking on the table. So, we found a teppanyaki place that had really good reviews, so we went there. But it was so fucking weird. Like, the plate was a piece of bread. Just a slice of white bread. So this dude was cooking Kobe beef. And when it was done, would just put it on the piece of bread in front of you. And then you just plop it in those sauces and eat it. What? So you don't eat the bread. No, you eat the bread at the end. So at the Damn end, right you do. he puts butter on it and stuff. And then chops it up into four pieces, and then you eat the fucking bread that soaked in all the flavors and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, it was, it was pretty gnarly. Jeez. Um, and that sounds wonderful, man. One of the coolest things we got to do was Carl found this this thing called Team Lab, which is kind of like a uh, like an almost like an art exhibit that you just walk through and experience. And it's all these different rooms. And we went into this one gigantic room that was full of like knee deep water. And then they just projected holographic fish and stuff all over the place. Um, let me hold on. Let me see if I can get this video up. It was really fucking weird. Um, especially since it was like piss warm. <laughs> and that was a little bit alarming. But, like, look at all these people just standing in this room full of water. It's a big-ass room. Yeah. This whole thing was gigantic. Um, they, they even had a thing, so you have to go through this barefoot. And one of the, the first thing you walk through is an uphill slope, and at the top of it, there's a waterfall. So you just walk up this thing as water is just cascading down. And we sort of guessed that it was done to wash everybody's feet off because when we first got in and you go to the locker room where you have to switch to sand or not not even sandals but just to take your shoes and socks off it was like funky ass motherfucking feet just whoa powerful powerful stinky ass feet kind of a bummer not gonna lie 
Well, you, you really real. have to go outside. I gotta let the dogs out. You guys carry us for a minute. All right. Well, here I'll show I'll you try. the the trippy the trippy one, Jeff. So you go into this one room where there it's it's almost like a dome shape on the ceiling, and they project all these like leaves and butterflies and stuff, and they're just like, yeah, why don't you just lie down on this mirrored floor and look up and enjoy this for a little bit? Again, cannot believe that this country has a problem with weed, because this shit would just go perfectly with being stoned. It almost looks like a screensaver, but and I'm sure it's it's being shared super choppy, so it probably doesn't look as cool because of fucking zoom. But this was so goddamn trippy. Where was it? This was just like another one of the rooms in like the the place with the um that water room. So does it like look kind of three D? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Whoa. looked it looked three D. Um, and it was rotating to the point where like we were dizzy afterwards for like 20 minutes yeah i was gonna say did you get the spins you get yeah. a little vertigo yeah but it was fucking sick like carl found that and it was like that was like the hit of the trip um let me see when i find anything else that was kind of cool okay so i also like i mentioned you know they they did japan for five days and then flew to hong kong and i was like all right, I can't really afford that many flights and to be gone for all this time because, you know, we got MSPH shit to do and I got movie shit to do. So I was just like, I'm going to stay one more day in Japan and I'm going to meet up with this dude that Alex and I were hanging out with who's a tattoo artist and get a tattoo from him and then I'll, I'll fly back to L.A. So to save on money... I stayed in a capsule hotel, which if you've ever seen pictures of them, it's basically a bed in a tube, and that's what you get for the night. It's used a lot by like workaholic salarymen in, in Tokyo who, like, if they're just being worked to the bone, they'll just get a capsule hotel for the night, sleep there wake up in the morning, shower, and then just head straight back into the office. Um, and I've I've always thought they sounded equal parts interesting and horrific because I'm also claustrophobic. So I was I was just like, all right, it's I think the the currency translation or the currency exchange was basically $30 for the night. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. There we go. That's where I'm staying. So I I, um, I go down to... So the place where I got my tattoo was like an hour and a half outside of Tokyo. So I had to get on the train, head south, meet up with this dude, Horisano, who partied with last time, looks a little shuddy-ish. And uh, I got my tattoo from him, which... I, I, you know, I sent him, I wanted to get a, like a sake, sake barrel. Um, and I saved one that I got from my first trip to Japan. So I just sent him a picture of it and I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to get this, but he does, you know, traditional Japanese tattoos that look, you know, like similar to American sailor tattoos. And I was like, yeah, just make it like the size of my fist. It's not gigantic. And I'm I want to get it over my knee, like above my knee on my thigh. So when I show up there, he's got the stencil and it's fucking huge. 
Like it is way bigger than I expected it to be. And I kind of thought he was just going to shrink it down and simplify it and make it more flash arty, but he wanted to keep it actual size so you can read all of the the Japanese characters on it and shit. And I was just like, all right, yeah, I trust you. Let's do it. Let's do this. So this thing turned out fucking massive. Um, and he was also, then, then when it was done, I was like, so how long should I keep this wrapped for? And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to wrap it. Um, it'll, the, the way Japanese traditional tattoos are done, it'll, it'll heal quicker if we don't wrap it. You know, don't put anything on it for like 24 hours. Don't put any aquaphor or any of that gel shit. Just let it dry up, let it get crusty. And then after a day, start just using non-scented lotion. And I was like, ooh. What? Uh, I wish I had known that because I'll, all I brought were a pair of jeans and they're a little tight. And after we got the tattoo, he was like, you want to go out and get a beer? And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Let's do this. So as I'm walking around, the jeans are starting to like paper mache stick to the fresh tattoo. Uh. And like plasma and ink is just like bleeding through into my pants on this like massive let me see if i can show you guys the tattoo without having my penis hang out but like it's it's pretty big like if you compare it to the I, size I just of don't understand fist. why you wouldn't if why you would have not worn something that you could have just pulled the leg up of well i, I brought shorts with me no i mean but today, to wear afterwards. When you were going to show... No, I mean today, right oh. now, when you knew you were going to talk about it, why you wouldn't have gone a route that made it not... So you oh, so it worked out better. Uh, you know, I wasn't... Just just like the day I went to get the tattoo, I wasn't thinking about it. Cross that bridge when we get to it. I love it, Kevin. Man. Great attitude to have. Oh, excuse me. So anyway, we um we go to this bar... And one of the reasons why he moved his shop so far out of Tokyo is there's a, a U.S. naval base right there. So he tattoos like a lot of sailors and then word of mouth and a lot of the locals as well. So he the rent's cheaper and he gets more business and stuff. And this town, I thought being so far away from Tokyo was going to be a little tough with the language barrier, but apparently there's a lot of... like. Everywhere we walked when we were trying to get to this bar, people were stopping him on the street and saying what's up. Like, everybody knows him. Everybody speaks American. And we met this one guy who was like, uh, like he's from Ohio. And I'm like, well, shit, how long have you been here for? He's like, oh, about two years. I was like, why do you why do you live here? And he's like, oh, yeah, my wife's in the Navy. So we just, when she got stationed here, we just up and, and moved here. That's as good of a reason as any. Yeah. So we go to this bar that was owned by like a, a younger Nigerian woman and she was super fucking cool and spoke perfect English and just throwing back beers and they had a giant... Wait a second. Did this Nigerian woman also speak Japanese? I think so. I didn't hear her speaking Japanese because everybody was kind of like English speaking at the bar at the time we were there. But I'm sure she does. Like she owns the bar. So you got to be able to speak Japanese if you're a business owner. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 
What an exotic woman. I mean, the dude that did my tattoo, he speaks three languages, and he's like, yeah, I'm currently learning my fourth, and the goal is to, to be fluent in five languages. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm so fucking stupid, I can't even remember American or English. What happens if you when you learn five languages? I feel like it's an addiction. He's going to want to learn a six. I mean, having extra languages on hand will never never hurt you. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool, actually, being like uh fluent in other languages dude i'm telling you this this fucking dude like he's kind of private so i'm not gonna blow up his spot on any of his other personal details but the life this guy has lived so far like you could make movies books such an interesting dude um and now he's just that's cool tattooing like on the outskirts of japan uh but they, they at the bar they had this enormous tub with a dead coiled up gigantic snake in it with its mouth hanging open its gums sort of rotting and fangs sticking out and i was just like okay what the fuck is that and it's basically snake venom alcohol so they soak and ferment a dead snake a dead venomous snake in this big jug and Whoa. sell shots of it. Did you take a shot of this? I was too much of a pussy. I'm not going to lie. Why? I was, I know, I know, I know. How could you pass up on this opportunity? You know, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I've been adventurous enough today. Like, I don't need to add a fucking decomposing snake into the mix. I, you know what? And I, and I, I instantly regretted it, and I know I, I fully agree with you, Shuddy Boy, for shaking your head because I'm a bitch. Mm-hmm. But I, I I chickened out. I was a coward. Did they do the shot? No. No one did. Oh, I mean, they live near there, right? So it's something yeah. they could have had before. So what? what are if, they, a, they the the way they, they told seen this me at other bars. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like a thing. So I guess what what you do with it is you do a shot, and the venom from the snake sort of numbs your throat and your insides and then it makes it easier for you to drink more not of the snake venom but just if you want to party you start your night with a shot of that fucking snake juice and then it just turns you into so awesome a raging warlord like it numbs you to alcohol so you just fucking pound everything afterwards Uh, it's like the japanese borg yeah (laughs) it's a snake borg Man, they go hard. Yeah. Yeah. And these was, college kids out here think they're tough in the fucking SEC. Why don't you try some snake venom, you pussies? Yeah, drop a snake in your fucking Borg, or else you're not no, hard. You won't. Yeah, you just too busy using fucking Emilio, <laughs> right? Is that, is that what it's called? <laughs> Emilio! <laughs> Emilio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the. Uh, and then he was telling me that, like, sometimes. On very rare occasions, you're not supposed to do this, but people will get blitzed only drinking the snake venom. Like they'll be like, "I am drinking snake venom and only snake venom tonight," and that will that sounds... absolutely fucking destroy you. From what I hear, I mean it's a power move. Uh, I don't know if I can respect it, but I don't have any disrespect for it. It's just like it's like too hard. It's like too much of a hardo move. Yeah. So, like, what are you trying to prove? We're at this bar. Drinks are flowing. We have a few. 
Then he wants to do a Jaeger bomb. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm 40, right? And he was like, ah, he's essentially just like, stop being a pussy. And I was like, okay, I'll stop. Is he oh, our age or is he younger than us? He's a little bit younger. He's a few years younger. Alex um, Wilson age? Not that young. Okay. Somewhere in between. He's So he's at least hit puberty. Yes. Uh, uh. So he, he was like, he, he just orders us the Jaeger bombs. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, fuck, what did I get myself into? They have specific glasses for Jaeger bombs there. So it kind of looked like a gourd. It was a clear glass drinking device with like a big bubble. And then it kind of pinches off a little bit. And then there's a tinier bubble. So they pour the beer in there and they fill the larger bottom bubble. And then fill the top bubble with the Jaeger. And the hydrodynamics keeps them separated. So when you take it back and shoot it, it delivers them to you in, the, in, in order. So yeah, get, I, I feel like I've seen these before uh, in America. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just a wiener. I've never been to Japan. But that that was that was kind of interesting. And then we, you know, finished up our drinking, and he lives in Tokyo, so we just rode the train back together. So I don't get back to the capsule hotel until midnight. And the way I kind of envisioned this going was, like, I'll drop my shit off, get the tattoo, come back, check in, go to bed, Wake up in the morning. My flight was until five the next day, so I could do a little bit more exploring by myself and then come back, get my bag, and head to the airport and go home. So this fucking tattoo is like sticking to my leg. It's pretty painful. And then I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'll just go into this little room. I looked at it on the website. They have a TV. They have like headsets so you can put on so you can listen to the TV and not disturb anybody else. I had my Switch with me. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll play a little fucking Nintendo while I'm trapped in this little coffin. I thought it was going to be like you just shut the door and you're sealed in. The only door is basically a pull-down shutter made out of cloth. There is zero sound protection whatsoever. And all the rules are like, be as quiet as possible. Um, No talking on your phone. No texting. If you snore... Please pick up a courtesy nose plug. Uh, like you have Study. to be. They would have you arrested. Oh yeah, they might deport you. <laughs> yeah, and ban yeah. you from Tokyo. They're driving him back to the fucking airport. Yeah, so I was just like, oh shit, oh they they're fucking serious about this. It'd been awesome. If you got pinched on a noise complaint for farting. That'd be a that'd be a pretty hard way of going out. I know. Like this guy wants, to, dude. I've been ripping ass like crazy lately. I mean, <laughs> I, imagine if you just had the farts and you're just letting them off, and you make them, they complain to management, and they drag your ass out of that little fucking coffin, <laughs> that little fucking MRI machine that you're sleeping in. <laughs> you want to see like a quick little video of it? Yeah, I saw the picture on. Well, I mean, the the listeners and well, in this case, viewers probably want to watch it, but. So oh, it was, wait, no, I didn't see that. I saw I saw the inside picture that you had. So I was God, taking this, this video from... Yeah, see see how, like, you can kind of see that cloth little pull-down shutter? That's your door? Like, this was the this entire floor. This looks like a horror movie. Yeah. This Is was that a Roomba? The entire floor. No, that was that's like a little no, step stool to get up to the... If you're on the, the second layer. Oh, I see, I see. 
So, oh, I should also point out, I couldn't find the light switch. So, <laughs> it was it was dark as fuck in my little capsule. And when I got in there, some dude, like, three capsules over, like, rotated a little bit in his bed. And it was ear-piercingly loud. I was just like, oh, my God. The acoustics of this fucking place are just designed to carry sound. I tried to go through my book bag, and every tooth that came unraveled of the zipper was like a sonic boom. I was just like, oh, this is horrible. So instead of sound dampening, they made it acoustically yeah, fantastic. Yep. So I when I checked in around midnight, I'm trying to ask this guy. Like, He gives me this, this piece of paper. So could they have heard your fart in the next building? Oh, my God. Dude, this is a nine-floor capsule hotel. They could have heard it on every single fucking floor. <laughs> so th- those were the instructions you were given? Yeah. And it's like, it said, you know, the the second floor is lockers. Um, floors three to seven are all capsules. And then the eighth floor is the spa and mister and sauna. And then the ninth floor is food and drinks and alcohol. So I How don't... I honestly didn't go because I didn't want to waste a Japanese meal on capsule hotel, just like rice balls or some shit. So I didn't, I didn't even go up there, but I was like, okay, I don't see anything about, I see a a bath. I see a spa and I see a sauna. I see nothing about showers. So I was like, where are the showers located? He's like, Oh, eighth floor. And I was like, okay. And then I'm thinking to myself, because they're, they're really not chill about tattoos. I'm like, are my tattoos okay? And I like showed him my arm. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tattoos are fine. Tattoos are fine. So I wake up. Well, the, what's up? What, what, what could have happened? What do you mean they're not chill with tattoos? Like you wouldn't be able to shower there? They don't let you in like springs. So onsens and spas are really big in Tokyo. Like people just go into these big, either natural spring, like hot springs or artificial ones. And just chill. It's like a big relaxation thing. But if you have any sort of tattoos, you're you're banished. You're not allowed. And it's whoa. It's for natives and foreigners, and it's all because of the yakuza. So basically, they're trying desperately to get tattoos more mainstream in Japan, but there's still a huge taboo. They still associate anybody with tattoos with yakuza, and you're just not allowed. So it's pretty. It's kind of cool. I mean, like, and how unique it is. And I wanted to make sure, like, I, you know, I want to get a shower in before I get on the plane. I got a fucking fresh tattoo on my leg that's leaking plasma all over the place. And I, like, so he, he gave it's, me the go ahead. What's plasma? That? Is that the stuff that you drank out of my sunburn that one time? Pretty much. It's just like clear ooze that comes out of wounds. Plasma is white blood cells. Yeah. Look at Chuddy. Good at his biology. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Geography? He knew it wasn't earth science, even <laughs> though that was the first thing I almost said. <laughs> so I wake up in the morning, and when you when you actually check in, so they give me three sets of keys. One of them's for a locker. One of them is for a locker right when you enter the front door that has sandals. So when you get in, you have to trade your sneakers for sandals. Um, 
So I've got three fucking sets of keys. I have my sandals right outside my my little fucking pod. What if you're already wearing sandals? Can you just keep those on? I don't think so. Because I don't think they want any street contamination going into the actual hotel. So you have to switch okay. off and use their shit. Um, so I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, fuck, I really don't want to go through with this. Because one of the big rules is once you get up to the eighth floor, you got to be butt-ass naked. They're not chill with clothes. Um, I still am not really big on communal showers. I don't like hanging brain in front of like a bunch of strange dudes. So it's like seven o'clock in the morning. I slept like shit. My leg still hurts. My fucking back hurts because I pinched a goddamn nerve in the airport. And I'm like, now I got to fucking wash my stinky ass and my tattoo. And I'm like, all right, just be a man, power through it. I go up to the eighth floor. I take my sandals off in the little waiting area because I see all these other sandals. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to position them right over here so I know that these are mine when I'm done and I don't get somebody else's sandals. And I go in there and and there's like a locker room right before the spa and already a bunch of naked dudes in there drying off. Their fucking flabby asses flapping in the wind. And I get naked and I go into the big sauna room and there's an enormous bathtub that could sit like i don't know 15 people easily at minimum and then i see the showers and the showers are all about two feet high in stalls with little to no dividers between them and there's one dude taking a shower and he's this chubby dude sitting butt-ass naked on this little white plastic stool and the shower head is handheld and it's literally like two feet off the ground. Actually, it might even be lower, like a foot and a half. So what you have to do is sit your naked ass on these shared plastic tiny little stools and shower yourself with a wand. And there's a rack... Every shower station has a rack of body soap, conditioner, and shampoo. And I'm just like, oh no. I have to plant my bungus where somebody just planted their bare bungus. I instantly got so fucking grossed out and skeeved out. I hated it. Last thing I want to do is get some sort of fucking... Japanese bungus fungus. So, I don't know what to Bring do. It back and then there's an all new pandemic because you shared a plastic <laughs> seat with somebody. Yeah, I crossed the anal streams. Yeah, now it's the last of us. First thing I did was I squirted a bunch of body soap into my hand and mashed it right up in my ass crack. And I was like, I'm cleaning out my asshole and my nutsack first. And then just like, shower head in the ass crack, get the nuts in the dick. And then I was just like, well, here we go. And I plopped down on that little stool. And I, I washed myself in record time. I don't know what this other guy was doing. He was making a day out of it. I got the fuck out of there. Because not chill. Not chill in the slightest. I hated it. I kind of wanted to do the capsule hotel just as a life experience. And now that I've done it, I don't ever want to do it again. 
That was bad. I mean, and it wasn't like gross. Like the place was clean. Like it wasn't a dirty rundown. The lobby was nice and it had fucking marble. Um, so it wasn't like some truck stop motel where you go to plow, you know, a, a hooker with two teeth. Wasn't the Cecil hotel. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the Cecil. It was kind of nice, but it's still not a fan of like the quietness. And like right when I was made the decision to go to bed, some fucking guy in one of the other capsules was just coughing up a lung. And I'm like, all right, cool. That guy's got COVID. And then another guy, and this is this this really speaks to how quiet it was in this place. This guy could not stop going. Just sniffing. Endlessly. No break. It never, ever, oh, ever stopped. Probably. So I just put my AirPods in and used a white noise app. And that's how I fell asleep because I could not hear anything but this guy sniffing. Is there ever, like, is is it singles only? Yeah. You can't, like, you can't go there with, like, a girlfriend or, or significant other, can you? I don't think so. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know if... Women are allowed? Yeah. Because it's, like, a big communal shower, and when you go to the onsens or the hot springs or the spas... They are definitely split by gender. And there was only one shower room. And it was just a bunch of naked dudes. And someone fucking stole my slippers, so I had to wear someone else's slippers. I'm like, oh, gross. Someone else's feet juice on my feet. <laughs> that is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, so I after I shower and I change and stuff, I, I left my big bag with reception and had a few hours to kill. So I walked around the city I got myself a really cool fucking egg souffle omelet over rice, which was fucking bomb. And, you know, I did some nerdy stuff that I felt guilty dragging Carl around and wasting her trip with. So I went to, like, the Nintendo store, the Pokemon store, uh, an anime store thing. And um, when I got back, and I was like, all right, I'm ready to check out. They're like, okay, we need your keys. So I give them the keys, and they're like, okay, where's the one that goes around your wrist? So they give you one of the three sets of keys is on like a springy elastic band you put on your wrist and it has a little barcode on it. So when you get up to, I was on the fifth floor. When you want to get into the door that has all the capsules behind it, there's a little scanning device and you just scan your wrist thing and it unlocks the door. So I'm thinking, I remembered, because I had to switch out the sandals for my shoes to go outside and I could have sworn I left that key in the lock so I wouldn't lose it and it wasn't there and I'm like oh fuck I might have left it in the capsule so she goes upstairs to search my capsule I'm going through all of my pockets like my pants my hoodie my jacket my book bag I'm searching through everything no keys and they come down they're like yeah they're not here and I'm like this is really fucking embarrassing but I lost one of the three sets of keys you gave me and the guy was just like just starts bowing like immediately over and over and over. He's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have to charge you 3,000 yen. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, no, no. Whoa. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm the stupid head. I'm sorry. So I start bowing to him. I'm like, me, it's me. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. And we're just like, <laughs> you, guys, you guys should have slammed your heads against each other. <laughs> we just have, been good. having a fucking bow off in the, in the lobby of this capsule hotel. 
And imagine three- walking in on this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much do you think 3,000 yen is? Yeah, I said, oh, no, when I heard it. Uh, 3,000 yen. I'll go, I'll go, it's only 30 bucks. You're not far off. That's my guess. The, it's since like the, 23 bucks. Yeah, it, it used to be the basic equivalent was like a yen to a penny. If so you, you didn't ask me that question in the context of Kevin's story, I don't know what I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> But like like the last couple times, the last two times I went to Japan, that was like the easy way of judging how much you were spending on something. Was like instead of it being three thousand yen, you just move the decimal points a couple over, and you're paying thirty bucks. But the yen really took a shit compared to the dollar. So the dollar went a lot further on this trip than it did before. But yeah, you know, I was just like, I feel like a complete fucking dumbass. And the whole reason I picked a capsule hotel was to save some save some money. And now I'm blowing 3,000 yen on a fucking set of keys. So when I got back to my apartment and I'm, you know, unpacking all my stuff to do laundry, after I took my jacket and a whole bunch of shit out of my check bag, lo and behold, what's sitting there? This fucking thing. The goddamn key. To room 517. God damn it! Uh, you brought back a souvenir. Yeah. And your trip started with a back injury looking for the keys and ended with you finding keys. It always has to come to a full circle of stupidity, doesn't it? But I yeah. mean, in the grand scheme of things... Poetic. I didn't lose my car keys. I didn't lose my wallet. I didn't lose my cell phone. I didn't lose my passport. So you didn't lose your girlfriend. I didn't lose my girlfriend. Carl and I are stronger than ever. So if it woo, woo, woo. if it had to come down to like the worst thing that's going to happen to you on this trip is you're going to pinch a nerve in your back before you even leave the airport, and you're going to lose the key to your capsule hotel. I'd be like fucking done and done. Let's rage. Really, I would have been greedy. I'd be like, ah, it's too much. I'll I'll risk playing the field, but you would have <laughs> taken that up front, right? Oh yeah, easily. I'm not rolling the dice because I know it's going to get worse than that. Like, I mean, the you imagine losing the floor is much lower. Yeah, yeah. Like, like imagine losing your passport in Japan. Like with the language barrier, trying to explain things, going to like you have to find the fucking embassy or something. Like, I don't want to imagine that. No. Gives me nightmare fuel. No, no, no. Like it literally kind of feels like. You're spacewalking when you go to another country with a language barrier. You're like, man, I am really far from home. If something goes wrong, I do not have the tools to fix it. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm walking tightrope without a net here. That's kind of part of the fun of it, but yeah, it was yeah, living a little, dude. It went by in the blink of a fucking eye, but man, I had a blast, and <clears throat> by the time. That day came, I was I was ready to go home. It's good to be back, you know. Uh, I miss doing a show with you guys. Um, Here we go. Stuff with the movie is uh, starting to fly. I've been oh, told that's good. Paperwork is coming tomorrow. So oh uh, shit! Yeah, are I mean, they sending a courier? Are they sending a, a messenger with it? I don't think or so, but I hope so. And I'm just gonna take it and slam the door in his face like a true Hollywood diva. I did get this thing though. 
You see what this is? I, I can't even understand what that could possibly be from the packaging other than some sort of treat. Me neither. That's why I bought it. Like <laughs> I I don't know what it like Are you gonna try to eat it? I'm gonna try to eat it, yeah. Well, did you guys cool. did you guys see any movies? Yeah, I saw one. I saw John Wick four yesterday. Oh, you ended up going. I did. It was a game time decision. I wasn't feeling that up to it and had a bunch of sports that I wanted to watch, but my sports got gay early and I was like, you know what? I'm being gay for even thinking about not going to John Wick. I got to go see it. No, the only movie I watched was Godzilla versus Destroya. Oh, wow. Oh, man. You wait. You missed John Wick after the shit you gave me yesterday? No, no. I, but you had tickets already. That's. The thing that I was, you had tickets. I, because of work, did not have an opportunity to go see it this weekend. It was your excuse and that you had tickets in your hand and you were just not going to go so you could watch some college aged. Oh, okay. So not college aged boys running around getting sweaty. Yeah. Actually, if my golfer stuck around, I would have watched that instead. What color yeah, is I'm this? I'm not watching these college kids and their fucking Borgs. Do you guys know what color it looks is? looks orange. Okay, I think I know what step one is. <laughs> they, I got to do a fucking science experiment to, to enjoy this treat. Look at this. I got three fucking bags. Can so you what, tilt the camera down so we can see what you're doing and what's happening? I'll 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 hold it up for updates. It's I don't have the the free detached one right now. So just tilt the monitor down a little bit. Okay, let's let's try this. Okay. Do you have any idea what kind of treat this could be? Savory, sweet? Oh, it's definitely going to be sweet. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're getting we're going back to our roots here. Yeah. I think this goes in the big slime depository. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's no English on it anywhere. Correct. Not a letter. So it's all Japanese characters. It is. Oh, and it's it's all powder. That's not right. inclusive. Okay. Bunch of powder just went in. Ooh, I can smell it. It's very sweet. He gets a lighter and a spoon. I don't know. Oh, I think I do have to pour water into this. Oh, shit. This is going to get real weird real quick. Oh, I almost knocked over water. Oh. Give me two. a belt and a needle. <laughs> I don't know how much water I'm supposed to put in this. They gave me this as a little water scooper. But so probably once I would say one scoop. I don't know. Can yeah, any of you guys read scooper. these characters on the instructions here? Uh, well, what is the picture? Like look at the picture. It's I am, but on the the instructions on this orange packet of slime says, like, it has a little graphic of pouring water. Uh-huh. And it says, don't do uh-huh. this where it's halfway. Do this where it's full. Yeah, so it's one full thing of that little thing of water. All right, I'm going to do it, you guys. You really can't. You really cannot cook. Yeah, no shit. I feel like I'm making Japanese meth. So, Jeff, what did you think of John Wick? 
it was pretty good. It, it did not need to be that long. I mean, just one, just one. What? No, do two, pussy. But it's you said filled up to the top, like the. Oh wow! Yeah, it smells really strong. He's just so reading one, the directions, Kevin. One full scoop of that. <laughs> I don't think it's enough water, Shuddy Boy. All right. Well, it's always easier to add water than to take water out. Good point. Oh, my God. This smells so strong. Wow. Really is a pretty good cook, huh? Yeah, Shuddy Boy, I need your help making Japanese slime candy. All right. Do do another scoop of you water. Think I should put more, you think I should put more? I don't know. What do you think? Does that look like the consistency it should be? I don't know. Now you scrambled my brain. I don't know what to think. Oh. I think you should oh. stop thinking dumb things. Okay. I think now I add this blue packet. To that same section? Same section. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right see so what maybe happens. there's going to be. Yep. Does the blue packet say to add water? I don't think so. Oh, look. It's blue flavor crystals. Okay. Look at that. Boing, 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 boing. All right. Now, do I stir this? Yes, I stir it. I agree with you, Jeff. Oh, no. Cross-contamination. It did not need to be nearly three hours long. Um, yeah. I mean, it started really strong. Like, that fight in Osaka... With like samurai oh. swords and bows and arrows and fucking ninja stars and guns. All of the fight scenes were fucking awesome. Really well done. I just, I, there's no reason for that movie to be that long. And if I'm being honest, the the bad guys both kind of suck in their own in their own ways. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård and homeless Kanye. Are you counting him? No, I wasn't counting him. I was going to say, like, yeah, I don't know, chubby Donald Glover, but yeah, homeless con Kanye works. Um, I didn't. I, I actually had no idea what that guy's the point of that guy's character was. Can you can you explain that a little bit for the listeners, or give us your take on that guy? Because if he felt useless, he was essentially useless because his thing was he traveled with a single dog that would attack people. And we saw in John Wick 3, Holly Berry traveling with two dogs that ate mad dicks. And this guy had one dog, and he would just yell out nuts, and it would eat somebody's nuts. But we already saw a shitload of that in John Wick 3. He also appeared to be an independent contractor. So he wasn't with the official organization. Uh, he was, he, I think he called himself a tracker. So he was like, yeah. I can find John Wick anywhere. So if you want to know where he is, I'm your dude. But like for a movie that was damn near three hours, you definitely could have cut that guy to save time, made the movie a little bit shorter. Because um, I don't know. I'll, I'll skip ahead. I thought it was a four and a half dicker. I thought it was fucking great. I still think the best John Wick movie is John Wick 2, which I consider a five dicker. But if they cut this one down it would have been a five-dicker, like, easily. I mean, the part towards the I end, st- it's a little bit of a weapon spoiler, but he John Wick gets his hands on some incendiary shotgun rounds, so he's shooting people with a shotgun, and then they burst into flames. 
and it was fucking sick. But at that point, I had seen so many people triple tapped, and I was just like a little tired. I'm like, I know this is awesome, and I, I but I should be reacting way stronger than I am. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, the movie was too long. Dude, the nunchucks were awesome. Nunchucks used to be like my favorite because I was a Michelangelo fan. Oh, Teenage yeah, me Ninja too. Turtles. Those were my favorite like Japanese or martial arts weapon. What the fuck? I got to send a picture of this to Carl. It turned into like sugary jizz. fluff. Oh, it's not jizz. Like, hey, it's jizz. You're eating jizz. You're eating With jizz. just the one scoop of water, right? Yeah. So I think that was the right call. But then Might I guess... starting only OnlyFans before you eat that. <laughs> yeah, this is going to get us kicked off of YouTube. So it's big and fluffy. It's almost like marshmallow So is it fluff. like supposed to be like fun dip and then you dip that in the marsh? Yep. Then you ball up some of these sugar beads. All right. You guys ready for this? We'll do... We'll, we'll, we'll take a little sidebar from the John Wick 4 review for a Japanese slime review. Where did you go now? Jeff, don't get a boner. <laughs> well, OnlyFans won't let me on to see this. He so. doesn't like it. He does not like it. Whoa. Tastes like onions? That... I feel like I just... Ah. What the fuck could that reaction be for? Free-based sugar. I've never... I've eaten sugar by the spoonful before, and this... I might need um, diabetes medicine after that. But I'm going to eat more of it because I'm not a pussy. This is next level. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I wanted to bring something fun to YouTube from this trip. I got Japanese diabetes slime. <laughs> Japanese diabetes spooge. I think it looks like cum. That's just because you just got a bad angle of it. You see cum everywhere you look. Because you're, <laughs> you're a cum junkie. <laughs> but yeah, the nunchucks were cool. Like, not only was he doing like really fast, cool moves with it, but then when he would like double fist the nunchuck and swing it like a bat and just like blow someone's jaw off, like everybody in the theater was like, oh shit! Like it, John Wick Four got a big reaction from the theater. Like all the crazy kills, all the crazy fight moves. But I think by the end of it, people were just overloaded by three hours of it. Um, I still fucking yeah. loved it. Holy shit! I thought the uh, I thought both bad guys sucked. Not the tracker guy. I thought he was useless. I thought the I mean, maybe he's not a bad guy. I don't know. I, I guess. It depends on how you how, how you view the character, but that dude Kane, the blind dude. You thought Donnie like Yen sucked? Yeah. How heavy of an underdog is that guy versus John Wick? I mean, I thought he kicked ass. I love Donnie Yen. It's kind of weird that he keeps playing blind guys in movies because he was a blind guy in Rogue One. But like, have you ever seen any of the Ip Man movies? Mm, no. Dude, they're fucking they're good. sick. He's so fucking fast. Like, he'll whip somebody's ass and knock them out. And as they're falling to the ground, he'll like E Honda style punch them like 30 more times before they even hit the floor. 
I mean, that's dope, but like, why does this character have to be blind? That was fucking dumb. If you're going to send like this world-class assassin to get another world-class assassin, you got to make sure he's not blind. I think they're just trying to show off how badass he is. Like that part when he's fighting in Osaka and he slaps doorbell sensors all over the kitchen. And then when the guys walk in and the doorbell goes off, he knows where to shoot. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, but to me, that's a disadvantage. Well, he still fucked up a lot of people. I guess it's something nice to the disabled community or the handicapped community. Imagine how blind people feel watching that. They probably get inspired, right? Yeah. To be murderers. And they get to see it in all its glory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I really, such a moving thing to watch for those blind people. I really don't want to keep eating this diabetes slime, but. So paid, stop eating it. I paid for it. I want to get my money's worth. That's literally how I feel every time I go to like IHOP or something. <laughs> like I'm always eating my, my, my plate. Um, Bill Skarsgård. I don't want to spoil anything. It's tough. It's tough to not spoil it and then land on how I feel about the guy. But I thought he would be a little more of a badass and he did nothing badass. Except for like talk with security behind him. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping he was going to be like a, like there was going to be some sort of final showdown that could have been sweet. And I guess, I don't know. I guess there was, but it could have been better is all I'm saying. Man, you really have just evolved into your final form of a cranky old man. Do you disagree with what I'm saying? Or excuse me, what about, what about what I'm saying? Do you disagree with? I think even though Donnie Yen's character was blind, he still did so much fucking cool shit. Like John Wick, you know, it's now the fourth movie. We're all familiar with his style. He's a big fan of like the double tap and the triple tap. Like he fucking kills somebody. But as he's walking out of the room, he'll just blah, 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 give people a couple extra headshots for good measure. He has no even inclination to conserve ammunition. No, none whatsoever. And this movie's no different. But Donnie Yen. He expects to pick some up along the way. Yeah. Donnie Yen will just like fuck people up with his sword. And then as he's walking out of the room, he'll take his, his sword by the handle and just go like, bop, bop, and just give, give people like double taps to the heart. Like just bop, 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 like real quick stabs as he leaves. And I was just like, whoa, that was fucking cool. Oh my God. I feel like I'm hallucinating. Oh my God. Going into sugar shock. This is why weed isn't legal in Japan. I got it. That's going away. I've never hallucinated from sugar before. But it's what did you, uh, what do you grade that snack out of a hundred? It's like a 12. <laughs> I don't recommend Japanese diabetes. Slime. Too much sugar. Yeah. So how does this affect your John wick Four rating? Jeff, I gave it four, four dicks. I thought it was an awesome movie. All the action kicked ass. It's just, it was too long and I thought the bad guys sucked. So I can't put it in one or two's um, tier, maybe three. I didn't like that as much as one or two. I don't remember what I said for the score though. Yeah. My lowest, my, my bottom floor for the John wick franchise is four and a half dicks. 
I've rated one, three, and four, four and a half, and two is a five digger. I feel like I'm very consistent with this, but I do not like, like, I I do not enjoy long movies. He has to be so good for me to for me to be into it. I guess John, JFK is an example of a long movie that I like, and that movie's fucking crazy long. What about Armageddon? What's the runtime on Armageddon? I don't know. It's perfect. Wow. Armageddon runtime. Oh God, it's four hours. One hour and fifty five minutes. Wait, no, that's Armageddon time. <laughs> oh, I, I gotta watch that. Armageddon runtime. Is that right, the sequel? Two hours and thirty-one minutes. That's a long one. A little long. Yeah, that is a little long. But I mean, the the story moves along in every single scene, and I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> yeah. It might. It might. They might be great astronauts, but I don't know jack about drilling, Kevin. I'm legitimately lightheaded. Oh, my God. Do you think you would behave more manly off of this or off of the Venom shot? I'll take my chances with the Venom Venom shot. If I was presented with, with this again and the big tub of a decomposing poisonous snake, snake juice me up. Because this is awful. Like, you guys, your guys' faces are kind of going like. I don't understand how you did. I, I, it really pisses me off that you didn't even try to, uh, or you didn't even try the snake venom sauce. I know. Juice. Excuse I, me. Shot. Whatever. I was just thinking like, fuck. Like, am I really going to do a shot of this stuff and bring home an, a, a brand new pandemic? I don't know. I coward. I I I made a cowardly decision in the heat of the moment. You know, I I fucking I should have. I one hundred percent down. Kevin didn't step up. That's well, how about this? I'm probably gonna go back to Japan at some point in my life. Oh, I will do the snake juice in your asshole as your punishment for not doing it correctly oh, this time. You can't drink things with your asshole. Actually, yeah, I guess you can, but I'm not doing it. I'm not going to Japanese prison for shoving snake juice up my anus. Your anus. My exposing my anus at a at a public bar. <laughs> yeah. Whew. I also saw Shazam too, Shuddy Boy. You said at, during MSPH wrestling, which is recapped in the Easter egg for anybody who ah. is interested. Good catch. Good catch. Uh, yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed the first Shazam. Uh, I, I feel like it was it was like if you crossed big with a superhero movie. It was it was funny. Had good action, good special effects. It was charming. Good characters. And Shazam Two was kind of getting shit on. It's like bombing, huge, like awful, awful opening weekend, and then. The ticket sales just plummeted on week two, but I don't think it's as bad as everybody's making it out to be. Like it's not fantastic. It's definitely a dip from the first one. Um, but the jokes don't all land as much as they as the rate they did in the first one. But there's still some good stuff. 
Um, I don't know. You get to see some decent battles. There's cool dragons in it and shit. And Lucy Liu is a bad guy. She's still a babe. Like, I don't know how old Lucy Liu is at this point, but she doesn't look a fucking day older than she did in the, in the Charlie's Angels movies. Let's take a guess. 45? Shuddy, you first. I'm going for 45. Yeah, uh, Shuddy's closer. It's 54. God damn. It's from Queens. From Jackson Heights. That's Queens, right? Yeah. Wow. Shout out to her. She looks fucking great. But yeah, I mean... Subscribe to her OnlyFans. And it's also weird because... The DC universe is fucking dead. They're they're just scrapping it all and starting over. So I wonder if that played into people being like, well, the story's not going to go anywhere because this whole universe just got murdered. So why even bother wasting my time on a plot line that's just going to get nuked? Um, but I don't, I, if you if you're if you're not suffering from superhero fatigue, I would say check it out. If you are, this isn't going to change your mind at all. But I don't know, 3.25 dicks, Shazam dicks in my mouth. So see John Wick instead of Shazam. Yeah, but I don't think that's shocking news to anybody. There's some fucking good movies on the horizon, though. Well, I don't know if they're going to be good, but movies I'm looking forward to. Like, you guys were... Jeff, did you watch the first episode of Succession? Of course. I actually forgot that it was last night until just now. Man. Bonerific. I'm jealous of you. You get to watch it for the first time tonight. I wish I could. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Just Tom and Greg are the, the best characters on TV right now. They're so good. Kevin, you still haven't caught up on that yet, right? No. Probably never will. The ship is sailing. Yeah, I'm, what I'm counting on is when the spoilers start flying. I don't know any of the character names, so maybe I'll just... Like, it was kind of hard when people were like, yeah, the ending of Soprano sucked. You just see a POV shot of somebody walking towards Tony Soprano, and then it ends. And I was like, all right, well, there's no getting getting around that. I know what happens. But if somebody's like, oh, no, did you so see wait, that? So you haven't watched The Sopranos because of that? Uh... I don't know if it's that. I just never got around to it. Soprano started out, when I wasn't watching TV, like at all. I understand. And then just never got around to going back through. I mean, I'm, I love gangster movies, so I'm sure it's awesome. Like everybody just jizzes their pants at the mention of it. Who knows? Yeah. Soprano's kicks ass, dude. You should check it out. Yeah. What were we talking about? I think uh I think we're ready to for a new subject. I got one for you. Ooh. You missed out on Cheech's birthday. Whoa, did you miss out? Oh, you just gave it me It sounded like, like it Go ahead, Shuddy. Based, on, based on the text that we that everyone missed out on Cheech's birthday. Yeah. My guy went hard in the paint. And I respect that, but the outcome was a little unfortunate. I, I'm gonna I woke, I'm gonna read the text message that I woke that 
I saw when I woke up because that's when I saw all that was uh, Cheech is dancing like Elaine. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, I've this... Car- Carl and I have seen Cheech do the Elaine before after too many drinks. It's hilarious. He's all confidence, and that's something I can respect because he uh, probably shouldn't be as confident dancing as he is, but fuck it. That's half the battle, frankly. Dude, I believe in what you're doing. I didn't see your follow-up text from 11 a.m. yesterday morning or 8 (laughs) a.m. your time. Yeah. So we'll get to that, but... We did a similar setup to what I did in Long Beach uh, for my birthday. You and Carl were a part of most of that. We went to this restaurant, Big Catch, which is probably a mistake in and of itself, considering we went out drinking right afterwards. But it's like a Asian fried food place. So we got uh, sweet potato fries, fries, chicken, like phenomenal Korean chicken wings. Um uh, I think like a kimchi, kimchi fried rice, a Korean corn. Um, it was it was very good. Not too expensive, delicious, good little atmosphere. And then we went around the corner, Pine Ave, um, went out drinking. One of the uh, homies who is a major um, part of the story, um, Brendan from the, the Black Irish podcast, which I was a part of recently. Shout out to that. I got to give that guy a bunch of shout outs based on what happened to him. Um, but he met up with us. It was the homie Jeff, uh, Jeff Lee, Paul, and uh, Bill's girlfriend. And so there was like roughly six of us. Afterwards, went to the rooftop bar in Long Beach, Bobo, which you've been to, Kevin. Then we yeah. went to the Harbor, which is like a, almost like a college bar. Um, what was the bar really we went to any- for your birthday when, when Cheech was doing the Elaine the other time? It was the harbor. Oh, oh! So you guys went back there this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That same little strip. Yeah, that place got a little hooded out towards the end of the night. It was hooded out from the start of the night. <laughs> they patted us down when we got in. Like they had to check everyone for for weapons. I haven't been in one of those bars in a long time. That was pretty gnarly. Fuck. And there was. There was uh it was I I don't know how to describe the crowd without sounding fucking ter- or rude but it was hooded out that, that that's perfect. Cheech was dancing his ass off the whole time. We ripped a lot of soju shots, drank a good amount of beer. He was mostly on the soju beat and uh at the, at the restaurant. Then we got to the bar. It all got fuzzy for me. I know I turned down a couple of shots that they ended up taking. But there were shots being ripped. Cheech was dancing. Cheech was really aggressively dancing with these these hooded out black chicks. It was fucking crazy. I, I when I think about it, it, it kind of blows my brain. Like I'm talking like on the dance floor, grinding their palms on the floor. He's like getting down with them and spanking their ass. Oh, and was, so they're in, they're into it though. Into it, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. Fo- quick follow-up question. Have you checked TikTok today to see if any video of that is making the rounds? No, these girls were not. No, well, they, the girls weren't posting any videos. But I don't did you think see, like, else was. any other homies off to the side with their phones out? No, like, 
<laughs> they were all there was like four of these chicks. They were all uh like getting after it, having a good time. One of them like pulled me aside and like started like grinding up on me. And like I was just so fucked up and so like stunned at what was going on with Cheech. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like, can you get away from me, ma'am? You're blocking the view. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Like I, I you know, I tried to dance back. <laughs> But it was like it was such a ridiculous scenario. Um, anyways, in the dance floor, like Cheech was the only white guy out there, so that kind of like made me proud. I held my head high about that. That was, I mean, I wouldn't say what he was doing was good or <laughs> impressive, but it was impressive the confidence that he had. Yeah. You can't take that away. So uh, we end up leaving Cheech. We go, we go uh, separate ways. Paul, Bill, and his girlfriend get an Uber. They go back to our place. We go with Brendan. He drove there. He didn't drink the whole time, so he drove us back to his to our place. And we we're all going to meet up and have cake. I bought this fucking sixty dollar fat ass cake from the bakery down the down the way, which is goddamn delicious. You were at my house for cake last time, right, Kevin? Yeah. Yep. Same place. So you, if you remember that cake, it was. Oh yeah. Epic cake. Yep. Um, and when we're driving home, Cheech threw up all over himself and all inside the car. In the Uber? No, in, in, no, in Brendan's, Brendan's car. car. Oh, oh, I didn't know he okay. In the Puminati's car. Oh no. Yeah. I no! mean all inside. Like threw up on his on his kid's child seat, threw up all in the valley. It was fucking gross it was terrible <laughs> so when we got back to our place i spent like a good hour cleaning out this car cleaning out cheech's puke chunks and it was the chunkiest puke i've ever fucking seen it was great I, I swear to god oh, this that guy, goulash i swear <laughs> i swear to god this guy didn't chew his fucking food it was gross oh um so oh, I there spent was like a, a fucking whole wrap burrito <laughs> yeah dude i felt like I like kind of like that scene in Pulp Fiction where they're cleaning out Marvin's brain in the back of the car. Yeah. But it was Cheech's puke. Oh, my God. And the guy, to his credit, Brendan was so nice about the whole thing. He didn't act like an asshole or it wasn't like mad. Like he was pretty chill about it. I mean, I did a majority of the cleanup, but still he had to drive home in that fucking yeah. filth. I Windows down for sure. Like, yeah. I hit it some disinfected. Uh, scented spray. I, I did my best. I cleaned up all the chunks from the fucking like uh, the the creases in the seat. Oh, it was so it was you, rough. Dude. How do you do with vomit? Or does it fuck you up? Like if you smell someone else puking or see someone else puking, will that trigger you to vomit? I actually did really really good until like the end where I almost puked when I was like putting away the final like trash bag. And I was just like, I don't know why. Well, well. Actually, he all right. So Cheech puked <laughs> all over himself, all in that car, right outside the car in like the neighbor's driveway, which we had to, to park in. I don't know why Brendan picked that spot, but whatever. What puked in the neighbor's driveway? Ended up, and he was all like, he's all like fucked up. Like I'm good, just leave me. Like what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, Cheech was saying that. 
Yeah. It's like yeah, like like, like you guys I'm, are in Vietnam. I'm already dead. Just go to the chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Save he's yourself. Like, he's like Lieutenant Dan. Like I want to die here on the battlefield with my with my my fallen soldiers, my men. <laughs> my chunks. It's like, dude, no, we, you're not gonna sleep out here. We're gonna get you inside. So I had to carry him in his puke covered body. He puked right in front of like our walkway into our apartment. That's what I texted you guys. Yeah. Um, the next morning I'm in like a group text message chain with my neighbors, um, which is not very active or annoying, but whatever. And so they, they texted, uh, someone heads up, someone puked right in front of the, the apartment. Um, it was probably a drunk kid, but I know there's a really bad stomach virus going around (laughs) and I didn't respond at all. I ended up just cleaning up the puke with like, we have a hose right there. So I fucking power hosed it for a good, like 15, 10 minutes or 10, 15 minutes. 15, 10, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) 10, 15 minutes. Dude, there was one point where there was like almost like a baseball size clump of puke that was being, that I was spraying across the sidewalk. It's like he swallowed a full apple or something. I, I don't know. Oh my god. It was god. fucking gross. And I didn't respond to the text message until I cleaned it up and I was like, I cleaned it up. Like and they're all like, Oh, thank God. That sucks that you even had to do that. I'm sorry you went through that. And I just didn't respond. Like, Bunch yeah, of fucking animals you know, in this neighborhood. It's yeah, it's kind of my team, so I kinda <laughs> had to. Oh my god. Dude. So how bad was Cheech's next day? That's gotta oh, be Oh, it was terrible. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, hangover. He, he, he didn't do shit. Dude, at one point, he slept in my bathroom. He, it looked like, honestly, it looked like, like, like he a was heroin Borgen, overdose. Huh? Like he was Borg. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like he had two Borgs. He was Ernest Borg 9. This guy, I, I after I clean up his shit, he was in my bathroom. I go to my bathroom. His feet are out of my tub. He's passed out like sideways in the tub so you know what i mean so it's like not long way so he's like curled up with his feet outside the tub fully clothed covered in puke puke in his face and he's just like he looked like he just like overdosed on like heroin or something it was just like in the oh, tub dying. How, how bad did your so, bathroom smell uh, gross it was fucking it was it was terrible um so so he like you guys put him in the tub after. I don't know. I, I think my brothers or Paul, bitch ass Paul, probably did it. Put him in the okay. tub, and then after like he got deposited there, he continued barfing in the tub. Yeah, yeah, he barfed in the tub a couple times, so that's kind of whack. That lengthened yeah. my cleanup. And then he, he, he slept he... on my floor, puked on, puked in the, puked in, in my toilet a bunch of times. How is there anything left? I of had him? to like make sure. Say it again. How is there anything left of him? That sounds like a lot of barf. Yeah, I mean, he definitely lost weight on his birthday. So that's, it sounds that's like he was thing. like, like if if he just had a single droplet more of soju, that would have been a trip to the hospital. That's it like probably should have been a trip to the hospital, is what it sounds like. If yeah. he threw up that much, he probably should have gone to the hospital. I don't know, like what alcohol poisoning looks like if it doesn't look like that. Well, he survived, right? Yeah. 
I mean, I did my best uh, to take care of him. You know, I, I, I got him a bunch of water, none of which he was drinking. I make sure he like didn't fall asleep on his back. You know, it was like that crazy. It was just like you. I mean, does this, he remember any of it? No, he doesn't remember leaving the bar. Oh, I was just like, dude, That's you owe Brendan money for an yes. interior car wash and yep. an apology and a bunch of stuff. I mean, no, you no, could have really used that as an, this right. you could have used that as an opportunity to really fuck with them too, like, like take a dump on them and be like, "Oh, do you remember shitting your pants?" Yeah, well, you were just saying how you were forty. I'm, I mean, I'm thirty six. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. My brain just doesn't go there anymore. Uh, you should have well, texted me did. during. Well, the the whole reason I didn't go with you guys is because I got like the jet lag going to Japan wasn't all that bad. Like the whole reason I I didn't get wasted the whole time there is, like by the time dinner rolled around, then you eat a big meal, and you have like a drink or two, I I was fucking ready for bed. Like I could not rage, in my trip, but the coming back kicked my fucking ass. Like I was nodding off. I saw Shazam too the day of MSPH wrestling. I'd only been awake for like two hours when I went to the theater, and I was nodding off in the theater. I was nodding off during MSPH wrestling and I was like, there's no way I could have done a night of drinking in Long Beach. I mean, especially when that was the end result. Because like, I probably would have been like, well, I'm jet lagged, so I'll be the DD. And then Cheech would have puked all over my car. And I yeah, I apologize to the Puminati, but I really, that sounds like a horrible night. I'm glad I didn't have to clean all those chunks out of my car. Yeah, I mean, he was really cool about it. So thank 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 you, Brennan, for that. I cleaned it up as best as I could. I spent felt like an hour on that. Maybe maybe it wasn't that long, but man, it was fucking gross. It was awesome seeing Cheech have like the time of his life. I, I thought that was cool because he doesn't get out and drink and party as much as I did as a, when I was his age or we did when he was his age. So he kind of needs to get that stuff out of his system. His little, you know, uh late to the party on that stuff, so to speak. But I mean, on your birthday, when we went to that I same mean, just, bar, it was the same thing. He had all these, like all these chicks kept wanting to come up and dance with him. Cause he was doing yeah. the Elaine. Dude, just not giving a fuck. Just Elaine in all over the dance floor. <laughs> There's some black guys out there really dancing their ass off. And she's just like getting in between them. Yeah. She like, just What's up? went in and stole all their pussy. Yeah. I drank all their milkshakes. <laughs> And then, and then barfed it up. Couldn't 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 turn it into anything. He just puked all over Brendan's car. It was terrible, but it was a lot of fun. I was like the only one who didn't puke that night. Paul puked. Bill really? puked. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, a bunch of lightweight pussies. I'm usually one of the. I'm I'm usually someone who pukes. So I'm yeah. happy that I I yeah. didn't. Um, you puked on your birthday. But you at least made it back to the house and puked in your toilet. I did puke on my birthday. Yep. See, it's pussy ass drinking genetics us Clarks have, and and well, I mean, bitch ass Paul. Honestly, I would not can't call expect much out of him. What you guys have, pussy genetics, because you guys drink your fucking faces off. I mean, you guys definitely drink enough to be puking. So, I don't think it's your genetics. I think you just you like to party. Yes. It's got to be a little more responsible, even though I hate <laughs> responsibility. Yeah, fuck that. You guys still got a couple more. You got a couple more birthdays in your thirties. Fucking let them ride. 
You have plenty uh, of time to be a bitch shitty ass later. Feeling. It's just the shitty feeling and cleanup. I mean, my cleanup wasn't nearly as bad as Cheech's, but I don't know. If he could have had any part of that or witnessed that at all, he would never want to do that again. And maybe not, might not anymore anyways, you know, because yeah. it was, it was bad. I mean, his fucking guy, he took off like his flannel and I threw it out when I was like, when I was drunk and I probably should have just put it in like his hamper or whatever. Yeah, maybe. But it was just like, dude, fuck your flannel. If I was you, I, I guess I, I infuse my own logic. Like if I shit my own pants, I throw my pants out. Like if I, if I puke all over my, my shirt, like I would just throw my shirt up. That's how I saw when I got it off. I'm just like, I wouldn't like if, if that were my shirt, I wouldn't want my puke shirt in the in my hamper i'd be like you know what just light it on fire get rid of it i'm done with it how close to your guys's place were you when he started puking because i've only puked i want to say like a mile but like it always it's always five. how it happens i mean yeah the bar is only probably two miles from my house right it's oh, not, so you're halfway. not long at all yeah yeah yeah, I wonder if it would have been better if you just pulled the trigger in the bathroom and just barfed 5,000 times there and then got in the car. Seems like it was a long night of barfing. Yeah. I mean, if we'd stayed any longer and Bill's girlfriend was trying to get him out of the the bar for a little while because like, she knew he was fucking wasted. Yeah. And he was just having a grand old time dancing with these black checks. And he was just like, no, 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 just give me a little longer. Like, <laughs> I'm this close to sealing the deal. I'm going to have a birthday three-way. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, happy birthday, Cheech. Yeah, happy birthday. How old is he now? He's, he's 29. He's old. Look, it's his last birthday in his 20s. He got to puke all over he, the place. Sorry to he Brendan. He really went but... out on a bank. Man, you missed it, man. You know what? I'm I'm very happy with the decision I made for Saturday night. Yeah. Five-hour MSPH wrestling. That's quite a chore as well. It was it was a, Why a bit, was it a bit so much. much longer this time? I don't know. I, I wonder if Dom just got excited with the new... Because it was the first MSPH wrestling with an updated wrestling game. So I know he spent months rebuilding every character from scratch of the whole roster. So he might have just been super pumped and wanted to, you know, rightfully so, show off his, his hard work. It was awesome. Yeah, everybody's new characters look fucking great, and I don't know. I feel like we gotta we can we can fine tune this and tweak it a little bit. It definitely doesn't need to be a nearly five hour event because I think on the Zoom, you know, if you're on the Patreon, you get a Zoom link, so you can like party with us. And every MSPH wrestling that we've done since we've been doing them on Zoom, people get fucking wasted. And the longer it goes, the more wasted people get, and people are fucking passing out on Zoom. Uh, like it got to a point where everybody was so wasted they weren't even watching the matches anymore, which is I'm sure not what Dom is going for. So, how many matches were there? A lot. I feel like if there's eight, that's pretty much three hours. Yeah, and I feel like that's a bit. Was there much more too. than that? I think there was. I think there might have been eleven. Uh, okay. Huh. Yeah, I just gotta tune it a little bit, shorten it. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, I was there for two of the hours, and it was a fucking, it was a lot of fun. I wish I could have stayed the whole time, but I had a, I was uh, had plans to clean up Cheech's puke. 
Jesus Christ, man. Rough. Fucking rough. Ah, the Dude, 20s. It was the chunkiest puke I've ever seen. Ugh. I had so when I was um younger, my best friend in middle school, like uh it was when I switched from going to Catholic school to public school, and my buddy came with me to stay at my dad's, and I think to to like right up until the day my dad died, I'm pretty sure he fully believed that my buddy was wasted. And he and he wasn't. At that point, like I, I don't think I'd ever gotten drunk yet. I'd never gotten high. Never done any drugs. But we slept on like my dad had these big couches in his living room and we put on MTV and we were watching like a Beavis and Butthead marathon to fall asleep to. And he was on one section of the couch. I was on the other one and he got up and just was like, ooh, 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 making all these weird noises. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he just starts going like, Bleah! Bleah! and he's just like making no effort to go to the bathroom or anything, just sitting up on the couch, barfing off the side of it. And I don't know what to do. So like I run and I wake up my dad and I'm like, dude, he's just fucking puking out here. And when we finally get back out to the living room. It had accumulated like, like a snow drift. There was a ramp going from the seat cushion of the couch down to the floor, just a triangle of puke. I had never seen anything like it in my life, and he would not stop. And my dad's like running to the bathroom, and he gets like a big pot, and he puts that underneath him, and he fills that up with puke, and then just keeps puking on the floor. It was wretched. And like that was. It was before drinking? Yeah. Like as far as I knew, maybe if he was doing stuff, he was hiding it from me, but like. I don't know what made him do that. He, I mean, he was a diabetic, but I don't think that fucking factors into it. Like, he just woke up oh, in the middle of the night I don't know. and barfed a literal mountain. Like, it wasn't splooshing out and turning into a puddle. It, it became a volcano. And it was horrifying. Horrifying. Like, my dad had a butcher knife, and they were just scooping the puke up and putting it in a trash can, and then when they got all of that up, he had to use a blade to like scrape the carpet to get the barf out of it. Oh, fucking nasty. Well, that was a very disgusting episode of MSPH. Um, Shuddy Boy, I know you had a game prepared for us, but we went super long. Do you mind saving that to next week? Not at all. Sweet. Thank you, friend. And uh, You're very welcome. Thank you to the Puminati. Uh, apologize for taking last week off. But um, I feel like this was, I mean, Jesus Christ, that Cheech story. That's got to make up for a week off, right? That was that worth its weight in gold. <laughs> um, so thank you guys yeah. for listening. If uh, you want to see the video of this or trying out a new thing using my MacBook instead of my PC, um, made it easier to share video and make this fucking Japanese sugar meth that is still rocking me. I guess I do keep taking little tongue darts of it. It's all my fault. Uh, but youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour. I also put a video up on there of me uh, walking through Japanese space toilets. So you can check that out there too. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. Oh, please check out the Black Irish Pod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was the guest this week uh, with the homie Brendan. 
He uh, does a great job. It was it was a lot of fun. It was like an hour and forty five minute long podcast. We talked a lot of a lot of different topics, stuff that would be of interest to the Puminati. Some that you know, hopefully, just the the back and forth gets you interested in. But it was a good conversation, a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, he's and after, a after Cheech destroyed his car, he could he could use a, a, a listener bump. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a, a billboard of his podcast on my car to make up for what <laughs> Cheech did. Uh, and check out MSPH pod at MSPH podcast and at Hori Sano. If you want to check out the, the super cool dude that um, tatted me up, he's done some stuff on Alex too. Real fucking cool dude. Definitely worth a follow. Does some really interesting traditional Japanese tattoos. If you want to see those. And if you want more MSPH in your life, please check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. Tons and tons and tons of stuff up there. Um, lots of shipping cranked out in the last few weeks got a couple videos from japan up there too uh new snack attack patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour i think that's it right you got anything else to promote shuddy nope nothing else to promote word all right friends thank you for listening but until next time something Meow, meow, meow. All right. Will this work? Let's see. Let's see. Meow, 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 meow. Hmm. Oh shit! It fucking worked. Nice. With no issues. Look at that. Oh yeah. What's the suck, Dylan? Woo! All right. How goes it, gentlemen? It's going. Plamp it, you plamp, plamp, plamp. Jeff hasn't said anything. He's being creepy. My my Zoom's kind of fucked up. I don't see either one of you guys. <laughs> You're somehow talking <laughs> without moving your mouth, which is kind of cool. Meow, 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 meow. Blood die. And he's gone. Oh, that's strange. What is this? The Robocop music. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Now meow, that's going to be stuck meow, in my meow, head meow. for the rest of the day. Well, the only way to get it out is to watch RoboCop again. Five Dicker Extraordinaire. He, 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 he. Can you guys hear me? Yep. 
All right. Heart machine, all cop. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. How you feeling, Jeff? I do not feel good. Oh, no. What's wrong? I don't know. I'm just kind of under the weather. <laughs> Uh-oh. You going for another battle with COVID? Probably not. Who's to say? <laughs> well, you can't get COVID if you don't test. Exactly. How many times have you gotten COVID now without testing? <laughs> Is it just the one or two? Are we tied? I don't know. I don't, I don't keep track of that sort of thing. That's <laughs> not one of the stats that I have on my reports. <laughs> what if they, what the CDC finds out that like getting COVID five times switches your sexual orientation? Your gender oh. identity. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you have a pussy That'll in your pants. That'll be a surprise when it happens. <laughs> My internet is buns. Yeah. At least your mouth is moving when you talk now. This is weird. I don't get it. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't know. know what's going on with my life. Mine was all fucked up, too, when we did Queef or No Queef a few days ago. So, oh, Jeff's gone. <sighs> Bye, Jeff. Viat. I thought I had a, a clip of Chunk from the Goonies barfing. All right, that's Liu Kang. Hmm. Everything you played sound-wise is quiet. Oh, is it? Shit. Yes, it is. Well, let's see here. Parmesan poof. That was fine. And this Je- one was Jeff- left? The, the Robo- that one was fine. Yeah. The Robocop theme. Um, like, and the actual sounds, not anything talking. Oh. We're all quiet. What about this one? <laughs> I wish I couldn't hear that one. <laughs> Is Jeff still in the Oh, he's completely gone from the from the Zoom. Yeah, he left. He ditched us. Oh! <clears throat> Fucking Cheech. I was trying to make like a oh, reference oh, of a oh, video oh, game oh. that Cheech could be playing that all the kids are uh blasting off with, but I'm so old. I couldn't even think of one. Meow 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 meow. Damn it, what did I do to us? I have a really cool edition of Robocop on a 4K from Arrow Video. It's pretty fucking rad. I didn't splurge for the Steelbook one, which was like expensive. I just got the uh the chill version. But goddamn, do I love it. I can honestly Robocop is I mean, I guess you could say this for any five dicker, but 
the second it ends, I'm like, if somebody like just walked in right now and like, oh shit, I just missed missed you watching RoboCop. I'd be like, oh no, it's cool. I'll just I'll just start it over. Yep, we can we can do it again. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, with any true five dicker, the score gets stuck in your head. Just like Mark is notorious for singing that out of nowhere and getting it stuck in my head. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Just be sitting around smoking and Mark will just go, meow, bum, meow, bum, meow. bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, uh oh. Oh, there's Jeff's notice. Oh, I got kicked off of Zoom. Sorry, fellas. Well, get kicked off like... of OnlyFans, get kicked off of Zoom. He's just going to get kicked off of every sort of electronic thing possible. We did it without you last week. Him and I, You and I can do it without him this week. <laughs> oh, man, all I did was contact the Chinese government and tell them they should smile more. Why did I get banned <laughs> from Zoom? Ugh. What a pussy fart. Well, while we're waiting on Jeff, we can do the um, MSPH wrestling results. Ooh. Dig up Dom's call. email. Yeah, this was the the first ever MSPH wrestling done on a more modern wrestling game. They finally shut down those servers, so Dom had to spend months rebuilding the roster in the new uh the new game. So I'll go through this quick. The winner of the triple threat TLC match for the MSPH Money in the Bank briefcase was Jeff the Dragon Clark, who defeated my uh myself, Kevin Macho Man Craft, and Shuddy Boy, which is bullshit. But we all know Jeff is greasing the palms of Dom, and Dom obliges and makes him win every every match. And I'm co-head of creative, and I just get shut out of these meetings. I yeah. get no. You don't even get a kickback of of Jeff. I get I get told they're going one way, and back at Ellie deals are being done, and results are being changed without my knowledge or consent. Yeah, he just said straight up, "Fuck you." Um, and in the possibly even more egregious victory, the fatal four-way Hell in a Cell match for the MSPH Women's World Championship, uh, went to Dom's girlfriend, Agatha, <laughs> Ag- Agnatha, Agnatha the yes. Cavewoman, <laughs> who defeated Curvy Beer Girl, Red Rage, and Chelsea the Gypsy, who was the champ. But I guess I can't talk too much shit because he threw Carl in. Uh, won MSPH Wrestling, and she just won out of nowhere. So it it's almost coming across like the girlfriends of MSPH uh, have an unfair advantage in these matches. <laughs> Little um, mama gets her ass whooped every time. Well, maybe you should start boning her. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going <laughs> to try to get Little Mama the victory somehow. <laughs> um, we'll the- exhaust all the, all the other options to say that. The Elimination Chamber, where the winner becomes the number one contender for MSPH Intercontinental Championship, went to an OG 
and a non-existent human, Clowny Hair, who was partnered up with Poudini um, and Ginger. And, oh, no, no, no. This was just a, a Royale. So yep. Clowny Hair defeated Boognish, Dom, Voice of God Mike, Ginger and Juice, and Poudini. Clowny Hair. An MSPH wrestling classic before MSPH he wrestling a was even hole a thing. in all of them. Yeah, I think he murdered Boognish. <laughs> what he did to Boognish was so vicious. Yeah, uh, and Clowny Hair looking more terrifying than ever in this new game. Um, tables match for the MSPH Canadian Championship. Arts defeated Chief Brody. Arts, um, uh, and I guess he can relinquish his Canadian championship for a world heavyweight title shot. Which he did do at the end of the event. Yeah. I'm sure is in your recap. I did not stick around for that because I had to be up in a few hours. Yeah, this was a an incredibly long wrestling event. I think it went for over four and a half hours, close to five. Um, yeah, it's like a college football game. <laughs> the steel cage submission match. For MSPH Intercontinental Championship, I guess I held the belt for this, which I forgot about, and it was just me versus O'Pete, and I whipped his ass and retained my belt. So good job. Did you forget? Yeah, eat How my many ass, belts everybody. Have you ever had? Not many. Uh, the winner feels of like, the feels like you should remember the ones you have. Yeah, I, I only remember my losses, which is something I need to work on. The winner of the five-man extreme rules fall anywhere or count anywhere match was Low Man Chris, who defeated Mr. Romance Bonesy, Thunderwolf, T-Bone, and Throbby Lawler. So shout out to him. The eight-man tornado tag team elimination match for the MSPH Tag Team Championships was Jeff versus Lil Mama or Jeff and Lil Mama versus Shuddy and He-Man. Who I thought upon entering the ring would immediately just start 69ing each other. Um, <laughs> the mind control squids, which is Mark Rooster and, and Private Shrimp, versus the delivery drivers, Butt Package and Shitballs the Mailman, who were the champs, but they got defeated by Shuddy and He Man. So that means all the MSPH hosts secured a victory on Saturday night. Uh, the six-man first blood elimination match. Uh, there is some beef between me and He-Man now, though. Oh, yeah? Did he not give you the courtesy tap when he came in your mouth? No, he let me get pinned so he could secure take the victory. Ooh, Shuddy does not like sharing the spotlight. You cannot sacrifice Shuddy to get a win, even if he benefits. He's, he just like he, stood there and watched me get counted out. Like it wasn't <laughs> like he was. He literally stared at it happen. After all those He-Man toys you purchased, yeah. After all that money I've put in his pockets, now I just buy Ninja Turtle toys. That's why my entire collection is up on eBay as we speak. <laughs> you should have broken the head off of a couple of them. <laughs> Just like snapped his little fucking neck. The six-man first blood elimination match went to Guy in a Boat. Guy in a Boat 
defeated Spat, Fonzo, Big Sexy, Brian from Houston, and Fat Dog Collar. So shout out to him. Other, also known as Guy on a Buffalo. Uh, yeah, I was I was wondering if they were somewhat related or something. They're the same person, but at the last <laughs> event, uh, he was on a boat or on a cruise. So for this event, Dom made him Guy on a Boat. <laughs> same gob, different item he's on, but same gob. The backstage uh-huh. brawl for the MSPH Hardcore Championship was between Alex Wilson and Blaine Voorhees. And Blaine Voorhees retained his championship and defeated Alex Wilson. He does not like Alex. Apparently not. Uh, And then the mixed gender tag team match with Clouded Minds Chris and Feline Mob versus Psychological and Gen T went to Psychological and Gen T. Gen T is is as much of an ass kicker in the digital world as she is in the real world. So be yeah, her record is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, the I Quit match for the MSPH World Heavyweight Championship was Shrap Metal, who got a pretty cool revamp in this new game. Looks a little Mandalorian-ish. Um, versus the champ Shawnee Razorface and Shrap Metal. Pulled out his big metal dick and stuffed it right in Shawnee Razorface's ass, and snatched that championship from him. Um, and then the thirty thirty man Royal Rumble went to the Marshmallow Man. <laughs> and then there was a we uh, cannot get rid of that motherfucker. Nope. He every time, like, every time Dom and I give him like have a discussion about cutting him from the roster. He fucking does something like this. Yeah. Completely redeems himself. Fucking <laughs> makes. Oh, he can't, just... can't cut out a champion. And then Arts cashed in his money in the bank or whatever that's called and did a fatal four way match for the MSPH World Heavyweight Championship, uh, which was Arts versus Marshall Festus versus the Marshmallow Man versus. Shrap metal. And How did Marshall Festus get in that match? And you got to you could bring that up at a creative meeting. I think yeah. you, you talked to the yes. commission more than I did. Well, Kevin was present when the match was decided upon. Yeah, but I was jet lagged as fucking on on the verge of passing out. Okay, and I don't All know right. I don't know wrestling rules. So when someone shows up in a match, it's just like oh, they, I guess they did something. <laughs> Did he cash anything in that he won and we just weren't paying attention? I don't know. No, he wasn't in any other matches. He fucking won. Uh, other than the, the Royal Rumble. Marshall Festus he is pulled the, the new... fucking marshmallow man. Oh, uh, you know what? You know what? Dom probably, if I had to guess, Dom was trying to even the odds to make sure that a non create a non-real character. Didn't oh. get the title. Yeah, maybe. He probably tried to hedge it so Marshmallow Man didn't fucking get the title again. But Arts cashed in his, his shit and immediately lost. And Marshall Festus is the new MSPH World Heavyweight Champ. So, good move, Arts. <laughs> Arts is not a champion of any kind anymore now. Nope. Um, Who will be my Canadian champion? 
Shuddy, can you give me record and share screen permission? Uh, I, I have to do that again. Yep. <sighs> Zoom is tough, but fair. Meow, meow, meow. All right. Meow, meow, meow. Share permission should be granted. Okay. And you have allow access to recording in progress. The narc. From now on, I should just make you host when we start. And then what you have the- all of that at your fingertips. Yeah, that's one way of doing it. Woo! All Get right. All the responsibility out of my hands. Ha! Wait. Kevin's good with the responsibility. Yeah. I would trust him with a lot of it. <laughs> Woo, baby. All right. Uh, we got a lot to talk to you today uh, about fellas today. Yeah. Let me just make sure I have the uh, theme song ready to go. It is. All right. Good to go. In Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. (laughs) 